Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. What? Fan. Uh, almost. I'll turn the fan on after this, okay? Okay. Getting my phone in position. Okay, this book, the name of this book is Secret, Chapter 4, Message for the Winds. After her experience with Amber and Veronica, Cass had vowed never to discuss her predictions with anyone again, but she made an exception for Max Ernest because he seemed so knowledgeable about toxic waste. By the time they returned to the soccer field with the laboratory gloves, Cass had told him all about the dead magician, the dead mouse, and the mysterious sulfur smell. Max Ernest scrunched his nose. It doesn't smell like rotten eggs to me. Are you sure it's the same smell? He suggested that they take the vial out from the symphony of the smells and compare it to the scent in the soccer field. Cass was slightly annoyed that he hadn't, she hadn't thought of that herself. Well, nonetheless, she pulled out the wooden box of her backpack to show him. When she opened the small dusty vial and took a whiff, she had, uh, had to agree that it didn't smell much like the soccer field. Perhaps she had jumped to conclusions too quickly. Max Ernest put his face to the ground and sniffed. I think the grass smells more like you-know-what. No, what? You know, number two, said Max Ernest. Cass rolled her eyes, but when she sniffed the ground herself, she had to agree he was right. When she, Then she noticed something that she hadn't seen earlier. Only three feet from the mouse was a pile of fertilizer. What, what they were smelling was manure! And there was something else, a box with a picture of a rat inside of it, and in a red circle with a slash through it. Rat poison. That's what killed the mouse. She decided it wasn't necessary to point point it out to Max Ernest. If he didn't notice it himself, fine. If he did, well, he didn't. No sense in making him cocky. Anyway, if it didn't, anyway, it didn't mean there wasn't toxic waste. Not necessarily. Meanwhile, Max Ernest had begun inspecting the symphony of smells more closely. Did you see the back comes off, he said? Cass hadn't noticed, but she didn't say no. So she wasn't sure how many more of Max Ernest's discoveries she could take. Max Ernest put the velvet panel away from the box inside the lid, and a bunch of paper slid out onto the ground. Cass started looking through them. Beethoven, Mozart, Franz Liszt. Who's that? Beethoven and Mozart are classical music composers like from a long time ago max said maybe franz Liszt is too i know who beethoven and mozart are i just don't know who Liszt was said cass anyways these look like recipes see symphony number nine juniper chocolate allspice santana number 12 mint rose lavender i guess this they're like small versions of of the music like scratch and sniff i seriously doubt that how could there be a smell version of music asked max ernest who, as you know, who, as you know, was always very logical. Music is made of sound. I know. I don't mean it's really music. It's just a cool idea. Like, I don't know, elves and orcs. Here, look. She held up a hand-drawn chart and started reading aloud. First violin, 
ginger, viola, maple, cello, vanilla. It's an orchestra. Right, the symphony of smells. Here, here's Obi. That's what I like to play. It's licorice. Uh huh," said Max Ernest, turning over to the Obi licorice connection in his head. Connection in his head. Why do you think it's licorice? Do you like licorice? Not the black kind, but I don't really like the Obi either. I still don't see how smell is supposed to be music," said Max Ernest. "Well, maybe we should play one," said Cass, pointing to the sheet music or smell it. I mean. Using the chart to locate their musical instruments, they tried smelling Beethoven, then Mozart Symphony by Franz Liszt. All of the music smelled good, except for the Liszt, but eventually even Cass had to admit she couldn't tell which was especially about music. As they put the music back into the case, a tattered piece of paper fell out (gasps) and started blowing around in the breeze. Cass caught the paper just before it landed in the manure. It was smudged and wrinkled and singed around the edges, but she could still make out the words, a message for the winds. She could read it out loud. In order to spell it, you must first smell it. Below this note, the names of the four instruments had been written on one beneath the other. Clarinet, flute, obi, bassoon. You think it's the same kind of coded message? Cass asked. Max Ernest nodded. Definitely. You can tell by the instructions. I'll bet all we have to do is turn the instruments into a smell. Using the chart, they wrote the name of the matching scents next to the instruments, and this is what they came up with. Uh, Heliotrope, echinacea, licorice, peanut butter. Excited, they took the appropriate vials out of the case and smelled them in order. Then, They looked at each other expectantly as if they could just cast a spell and were waiting for a ghost or a vision to appear. Nothing happened. They tried smelling all the scents at once, but that only served to confuse their noses even further. I guess our noses aren't strong enough, said Max Ernest. Or maybe it wasn't really a coded message after all, said Cass, putting the paper back in the box. Max Ernest pulled the paper out and and started staring at it. You know how it says... First smell it, he said. Uh-huh. Well, look at the first letters. H-E-L-I-O-T-R-O-P-E. Echinacea, licorice, peanut butter. H-E-L-P. It spells help. You're right, said Cass, impression, impressed despite herself. But you, But you got one thing wrong. What's that? It doesn't spell help. It smells help. Max Ernest laughed. Then it was his turn to be annoyed. Why was it funny when she made a joke? Hey, Max Ernest, said Cass suddenly. Yeah. What if it's real? What do you mean? The message. You think it's from a magician? Look at the edge of the paper. It looks like it was on fire. What if he really wanted help? Their eyes locked on the very same chill tingling, both of their spines. Well, It wouldn't be the best way to get help, would it? Said Max Ernest, a little bit more slow than usual. I mean, he could just have called somebody, like the police or the fire department. But I guess maybe if he doesn't want anyone to know, like if it was only for a certain person, whoever it was for were the only ones who read it. Cass pointed it out. That means we have to help him. But he's dead. Not for sure. 
That's true, said Max Ernest, considering. And even if he is, I guess he might... I guess it might be good to find out. Shh. Cass put her finger to her lips, stopping mid-sentence. Look at Benjamin Blake. A pale boy with big staring eyes. Benjamin Blake stood down one of them, nose in the air, concentrating hard. You think he's smelling the licorice? Or the peanut butter, whispered Cass. How could you tell, Max Ernest? Max Ernest whispered back. I don't know. How could you tell anything about Benjamin Blake? Benjamin Blake was a... Con- a continual source of confusion to Cass, indeed, all, to all of his classmates. If they'd included them, him in their ratings, they might have rated him a spaciest or weirdest. But what was weirdest of all was how grown up fond, gr- how grown ups fawned on him. Benjamin had recently won a big art prize. None of the other students could believe it. Judging by the artwork hanging in the school hallway, he couldn't even draw a straight line. Nonetheless, there was a picture of him in the newspaper, and Miss Johnson had made an announcement over the PA as if the prize were some huge historical event. Benjamin Benjamin got to paint a mural on the town's city hall, and he even got to go to Washington, D.C. for an awards ceremony. After that, his teachers treated him like he was a movie star, or he'd been elected president. When Benjamin realized Cass and Max Ernest were looking at him, he blushed and mumbled something into his breath. What did he say, asked Cass? Something about a herd of buffalo? I think he said he heard an obi, said Max Ernest. You're joking, right? Max Ernest shook his head. No, that's weird. He must have been spying when we read the list. I can't believe somebody would, somebody so spacey could be so nosy. For a second, it, it looked like Benjamin wanted to say something more. But when Cass slammed shut the symphony of smells, he turned and walked away. Well, Peyton ditched us. Chapter 5 is next.